0141-951-1025. It's time to talk football. It's Clyde One Super Scoreboard. Good evening and welcome to Clyde One Super Scoreboard as we round off another midweek of the top flight winter break. Celtic are closing in on the signing of winger Nicholas Kuhn. Rangers continue their warm weather preparations in La Manga amid further speculation about the future of players like Ridvan Yilmaz. And Motherwell's chairman is hopeful their viral plea for investment video will have the desired effect. I'm Gordon Duncan and joining me tonight you have Cammy Bell and Hugh Evans. How long does it take you to sign a player from Rapid Vienna? Our transfer window is jammed. Is there a premiership handyman out there who can open up this transfer window and bring some players in? Best thing about today... Inverness, Cali, Thistle and Dundee United tonight What a match that promises to be Setting up a big championship Saturday in the process I've been looking forward to you returning tonight Because I know for a fact out of all of our pundits No matter what the subject You are the most impatient So I I was hoping you would come in And uh, and put a bit of urgency Into these transfer proceedings I can tell you it's it's, it's getting there A little bit A little bit Hearts have signed a... Right back And Here's an interesting one for you Breaking news Not even included in my Clyde One Super Scoreboard headlines But has now come to my attention Remember Quan? Yes Signed for Celtic You're thinking This guy's not got much of a future at Celtic We won't hear from him again We will Because he's away to Paisley To St Mirren Well specifically he's in Spain Because that's where St Mirren are training But Quan has joined St Mirren on loan Another, I think that is a very interesting one to kick oh, us off It's a bizarre one You know, He comes over here to play for Celtic uh, And is seen in a pre-season game And then never seen again uh, And clearly joins the number of people being shown the door At Celtic Park So good luck to him uh, But your know, days are numbered at Celtic You never know, maybe it's getting them ready for the rigours of Premiership football Christopher Iyer went to Comarmac on loan, came back, now he's in English Premier League Um, There we go, bit of breaking news before we even got to any of the other non-breaking news But anyway, we're here, whether it's the winter break or not It's 01419511025, give us a call Cammy Bell, you strike me out of all of our pundits As the one who would enjoy some warm weather training No, you you stuck around Yeah, staying in Annan for the break (laughs) Um, I've not ventured away yet But I'm I'm planning on venturing away So um, hopefully I'll manage to get some January sun at some point I knew you would I knew you would Anyway 01419511025 That is the number you need Same theme Runs through all of these shows Of course during the winter break And it is transfer So what's the latest Are you Let's call it the Hugh Keevensometer Are you as impatient as him Are you nowhere near it are you somewhere in the middle? How close to Hugh Keevan's level of impatience have you got? Uh, if your team hasn't made a signing yet, what do you make of the names that are doing the rounds? Nicholas Kuhn, of course, Celtic. We expect that to happen. Quan's gone to St Mirren. St Mirren fans and Celtic fans. What do you make of that? We're going to hear from the Motherwell chairman. Um, he's had his say on the come and invest in us plea uh, to Taylor Swift and our A-list pals. And anything else that's out there, give us a call. And what we are really particularly looking for you to get involved in, tonight's the big one. All this week, we have been dishing out some of the most prestigious awards known anywhere in the global game. It has been the Clyde One Super Scoreboard Half Season Awards. 
And we've had a bit of fun with it. We've had new signing of the season, surprise of the season, uh, we've had moment of the season, we had young player of the season, uh, and we don't leave much to the imagination. We've built up to the big one tonight. Who has been your player of the season so far? Call us right now and give us your suggestions. 01419511025. Don't get me wrong. Once we put it out to the vote, it tends to be dominated by Glasgow's big two. That tends to be the way things work when we open up a democratic process here. Um, but there are lots of other names out there, I'm sure. So who has been your player of the season so far? 0141-951-1025. Call us right now or tweet us. In previous nights this week, we've kind of been letting the awards Wait until the second hour But I think we'll just run this right throughout the show tonight So you can call us right now We'll dip in and out of it We'll talk about the other um, news points from today Celtic women's team have got a new manager as well In Elena Sadiku um, So call us right now And get whatever it is that is on your chest off Now the theme of it, Hugh Keevans And you'll know you've been a part of it Is we take calls We take tweets We take suggestions yep. We apply a bit of refereeing to it if need mm-hmm. be we produce a four-man shortlist that then gets voted on overnight and we announce the winner the following evening. So last night, it was all about Young Player of the Season. Some brilliant shouts there. Um, the four that we came up with were Lennon Miller of Motherwell, David Watson of Kilmarnock, Owen Beck of Dundee, albeit he's gone again, uh, and Ross McCausland of Rangers Now Ross McCausland Won it quite comfortably As we said It tends yeah. to be If there's a Celtic Or Rangers player in there No one really can- I'm not taking anything away From poor Ross If he's listening Well done On your award I think I'm still bitter About Ali Adams Their broth keeper Being robbed uh, From the previous evening But there we go Let's I see actually what- heard Mark Wilson last night Utter the words <clears throat> I hate democracy <laughs> Because <laughs> Because Everyone Exercise their democratic right to say, I know the goalkeeper should get it, or uh, I, I know that uh, Kenny McLean should get it because of that life changing moment. But I have to vote for my team. And now I can hear people going M A double T O apostrophe R I L E Y J A C K B U T L A N D. Don't make me check your spelling because I'm I'm going to have to listen back. I'm, I'm confident in you. If we'd left that task up to Gordon Deal <laughs> and Mark Wilson, having listened to them. Uh, on the quiz last night I'm not sure how they would have got on But he was very good at identifying songs from their intro I almost fell off my seat I almost dropped the cold beans When I heard him <laughs> talk about Depeche Mode I would never in my wildest dreams Have thought that Gordon Diel Had ever heard of Depeche Mode Yeah, it was, it was impressive If you want to go and watch back uh, The quiz from last night You'll find it on the YouTube channel there as well you can listen back on the podcast dare I say it it was quite entertaining in the end they're quite good at being chaotic really is ultimately what I'm trying to say so feel free to go and listen back get your calls in your player of the year suggestions and already I love Twitter there's a a template here insert name of your team's best player and then say any other answer is wrong (laughs) that's kind of what they're doing you're all so confident I love it um, Get your thoughts into his News stories of today I like I do like that one Because it impacts Two of our teams St Mirren Have gained Quan On loan from Celtic I mean St Mirren fans I would ask what you make of it I know I've not seen much of them So there's not a lot to go on But nevertheless Pick up that phone Jim 
is in Springburn. I'm not even going to look at the screen any further, Jim. I know your name, I know your area. I won't look at what team, but I'll be able to tell if you tell me who your Player of the Year nominee is. Uh, it's in Matt Riley. What did I tell you? But listen, I think it's a valid shout. Uh, yeah. To be honest, if, you, if you'd asked Cammy and I... My choice would have been Matt O'Reilly. You don't have to announce it like one minute into the conversation. You can, we can, we can <laughs> build, build up. up. I don't have time for this. Why has he been so good, Jim? Right, well, see the first time I've seen Matt O'Reilly. Mm-hmm. Uh, I wasn't live at the game. I wasn't in television. I actually thought Tom Rogic was still on the park. They're, they're so similar. And he's got the, the eye for a pass. And, and even the goal against Atletico Madrid, just that pass to Kyogo. The progress that he's made since arriving here from the MK Dons has been astonishing. Uh, He's gone from a player who cost Celtic, what, one and a half, two million, to a player who, when he goes, uh, will get Celtic in excess of 20 million. I know it's not all about money, but Jim's right, to look at him on the park is an absolute treat and this season he started better than mm. any of the seasons before democracy will decide Cammy yep. but for us in terms of looking at who goes on that shortlist it, it is so obvious because you can use whatever metric you want the eye test is he is he just nice to watch I think clearly yep. um, you know numbers is he contributing he's got 10 goals already for Celtic in terms of kind of further achievements as well he's now a fully fledged Denmark international I don't think there's any doubt that he's he's had a, a very good season. Yeah, he's been incredible, and he's he's a fantastic player, a player I love watching. Um, he's just got that that he moves about the pitch so well, travels with the ball really, and and as Jim says, listen, he's got a bit of Tom Rogic about him. He he, he gets about the pitch better than him, I would say. Um, but listen, you can't argue with his numbers this season; they've been brilliant. Um, and as Hugh says What a find he's been What an absolute yeah, find he's I, been I don't always think you, you have to compare And then you end up Slagging one of them yeah, off no. Sort of thing But is he If there was One feather in the cap Of Matt O'Reilly Is he a bit more of an All round yeah. Midfielder than, than to, as, as wonderful as Tom Rogic was and, and he was a brilliant player So listen To, to be getting measured Against him um, Is credit to O'Reilly um, I just feel as if he, he fits into that Celtic team So so well um, We know what Cal McGregor um, brings to Celtic but Matt O'Reilly's he's, um, irreplaceable at this moment in time and a player that Celtic need to keep a hold of going forward Jim how important has he been to to Celtic's big moments this season? Oh, he's been immense uh, Gordon uh, everything you see good coming from Celtic is through him and as you said his goals he's added this year and uh, the Rogic was only lasting 70 minutes some games, you know. He's got it all down and his defensive work is superb as well. It falls into shape and it does everything that I, I can't see a fault in the guy. Because players are so good, Jim, inevitably people come in and buy them and that is the Celtic model, undeniably so. But I really don't think that Celtic could contemplate... Mm. Selling O'Reilly in this window They would have to wait until the summer Because the title race is still in the balance And O'Reilly is one of those players Who can tip the balance It's not been It's something that people expected There's not been loads of rumour and speculation about it In the last couple of days Jim Is that something that worries you that, that clubs try This window or are you pretty confident he sticks around? 
I'm hopefully he'll stick around. I think Brendan's got a hold of him and said to him, right, get this, get this one out of the way. And with the Champions League uh, changing format next year, hopefully he might even want to stick about uh, mm-hmm. and, and and give us a good chance. Uh, I don't know progressing, but uh, getting better. After three seasons at Celtic Park, which it will be by next May. Yeah, two and uh, a half is it? Well, just yeah, yeah, he's, he's, he's going to be thinking about moving on because you know he is a cut above, uh, and as I say, the Celtic model is mm. exemplified by doing just that. You bring them in from the MK Dons and you sell them to Tottenham Hotspur. <laughs> and um, before we get to that, though, we don't, let's not move him on too early. Is he? Is the obvious one, isn't it, Cammy? It's been said a lot about the impact Brendan Rodgers apparently has had on him or seemingly has had on him. Brendan Rodgers came into a Celtic team that had won a treble, so it's not exactly easy to to improve them all. And I know managers are judged on that, but the notion that, you know, Kyogo and Greg yeah. Taylor and Alistair Johnson and everybody would kick on again all at the same time, probably unrealistic, although yeah. we do expect it in this part of the world. Um but you wonder if there's just something about Brendan Rodgers that, that suits Matt O'Reilly. Yeah, it, it, it seems that way. It seems that they've got a really good relationship with each other and um, that's only good for all the Celtic fans that you think when a player and a manager have a good relationship with each other, you might stay that little bit longer. Um, I firmly don't expect him to leave in this window. Um, I think he'll definitely be there until the summer and then he'll have a decision to make um, because I'm pretty sure if he continues the form that he's in and Unfortunately for Celtic fans, that's what happens when, when these players play at the top of the game. Um, and if he goes on to win the league and, and, and other trophies as, as well that are available, then his profile goes up and, and all these suitors come in to look at him in the summer. And um, But yeah, he's, he's, a, he's a joy to watch and Celtic fans should enjoy him while he's there at the moment because he's a, he's a top quality player. You can't sell the fans short, can you? you know, the, the fans are looking for the title. And you can't sell them short yeah. by selling O'Reilly in this window. Yeah. The the summertime, an entirely different matter. But he, for me, has the not for sale sign on his back. Thank you to Jim kicking us off tonight with the suggestion for Matt O'Reilly. Does Ross want to add his weight to that argument or give us another name? Um, hi, Gordon. Hey, Cammy. Hope you're all well. Good, thanks. Good. Um, yeah, no, I think for me, play the years, Matt O'Reilly, definitely. Um, I think you can clearly see the guy is going to move on to a higher level of football in Celtic, but just what you said there, I'm happy for him to leave in the summer, but definitely not this window. Matt really needs to stay. If Celtic lose him, then it's a tough ass to replace him. So, I mean, look, we're talking player of the year, so it's fairly... This has to be a yes, but, you know, by a mile, Celtic's best player this season, or you know, how, how would you kind of rate his importance within that group? I think obviously you need to remember that we've got obviously Callum McGregor there. So Callum McGregor is a massive importance to that midfield. But O'Reilly is for me, he's the one that makes Celtic tick. I think everything goes through O'Reilly. And you can clearly see when he's not on the team, Celtic will struggle. But again, it's it's all about holding on to him. I think if we lose him in this window, then it's, it's going to be massive. So for me, he's definitely player of the year for Celtic, hands down. And the league. So far, uh, sorry. Do you mean for the league? Sorry. Yeah, yeah. So you're saying you you said he's hands down for Celtic so far, but you know you're confident that is enough to make him the standout player in the league overall. Oh, definitely, Gordon. Yeah, I think when I mean, you watch Scottish football, I think 
there's nobody in the league I don't think it's better than him. I think he is by it by far the best player in Scotland. If you took Shankland into the equation, Ross, you know, if you were to take off your Celtic scarf and just think about the league as a whole, Shankland would be a contender, wouldn't he? He would, Hugh, he would. But I think when you look at Arely, though, Arely's getting more of his game than Shankland. Shankland scores goals, but could 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 Shankland do what Matt O'Reilly does in the middle of the park? I'm not so sure, Hugh. Well, maybe someone can phone in and throw that name into the hat as well. Uh, look, I think he obviously has um, stood out for Celtic, as the callers have said, Cammy. Um, Liam Scales would get a worthy mention. He yep. fell more into the, what did he win again? Surprise of the season. Yep, yep, he won yep, earlier on yep. this season. Um, so I'm not sure many would say he's been better than Matt O'Reilly. Um, but it's a nice um, position to be in, having Callum McGregor to... To be behind you, the way that Ross mentions, does, yeah, that, does listen, that help him? Uh, it definitely does help him. And and Ross mentioned that um, O'Reilly was a, a key player for me. Cal McGregor's still the most important player for for Celtic. I think so? Yeah, absolutely. I, I think they miss him so much when he doesn't play. Um, I agree with um, Ross that O'Reilly at this moment in time is the the best player. But I just think Cal McGregor brings so much to that team. He brings he brings the best out of other players. Um, and when he's not playing, sometimes I feel as if Celtic can look a little bit lost um, and maybe not have that drive. There's, um, a, there's every chance I'm looking at this retrospectively and finding something that's not there. Mm-hmm. Um, but is it possible that Matt Riley's flourishing because he's become the main man in the midfield because Rio Hitati's not been there yep. there was a revolving door for a while David Turnbull scored lots of goals but could never nail down a place mm-hmm. Odin Thiago home we don't hear much of him Paulo Bernardo latterly etc etc if you accept that Callum McGregor is just the one that almost quietly makes things tick along yep. has Matt O'Reilly benefited from the fact that he's the, he's the next obvious standout one in there to really go and make things happen yeah, definitely. I think he's, he's grabbed that opportunity with two hands. I, I, I firmly believe, listen, he's playing with unbelievable confidence at the moment. Some of his passing, uh, uh, his pass uh, in the first minute in the St Mirren game was, was majestic. Just his movement, it's, it's brilliant to watch. Um, but uh, yeah, I think McGregor and O'Reilly complement each other. Um, McGregor knows when he can, he can give... O'Reilly the ball which Matt O'Reilly unlocks the door that's what he does and he scores goals he, he's so important for Celtic but I always just reflect back on how important Cal McGregor is I, I think he's a brilliant brilliant player I feel a mad Gordon Deal analogy coming on <laughs> Don't, that should never happen Callum McGregor bakes the cake O'Reilly <laughs> puts the icing on top of the cake uh-huh. are you with me? Uh uh-huh, yeah. I was just trying to... Uh, <laughs> Who puts the cherry on top? Uh, I'll get back to you. All right, okay. You have always reminded me of Prue Leith, now that you mentioned <laughs> it anyway. So we'll move on. Uh, thank you, Ross. That's a couple of shouts for Matt O'Reilly. Do you want to throw your weight further behind that name? Do you want to give me something else? It's entirely up to you. If you call right now, we'll get you on next. You are the voice of Scottish football. Call 0141 Clyde One Super Scoreboard. Hugh Evans and Cammy Bell are here. It's 0141951025. We're looking for your suggestions for Player of the Year so far. It'll be interesting to see if these names last the distance and are in the conversation come May. But let's have a bit of fun with it during this winter break. 
uh, and looking for your comments, your thoughts, your opinions on today's transfer dealings and rumours as well. We do have some confirmed stuff. We've not been lucky enough to get that every night this week, but Quan has gone on loan from Celtic to St Mirren. What do you make of that? Uh, get your thoughts in alongside the Player of the Year so far discussion. And we will tick along nicely until 8 o'clock. Who was through first? I think it was Eddie in Airdrie. How's it going, Eddie? I'm good, Gordon. Yourself? Not bad, not bad. What are you thinking, Player of the Year so far? Player of the Year, uh, I, I was sitting listening to Cammy Bell, an ex-Rangers keeper, waxing lyrical about Celtic, and it was sticking in my craw a wee bit. <laughs> so he's very I'm a fair-minded I'm a, I'm a, man. I'm a, I'm a Rangers fan. I think, uh, not just this season, but most seasons, you have to look at James Tavernier in terms of player of the season as far as Rangers is concerned and indeed as far as the league's concerned he is probably Rangers joint top scorer uh, maybe the second top scorer in the league he scored over 100 goals for Rangers from a position of right back he's the captain every time the ball gets paid from Jack Buckland that goes from Buckland to Goldson to Tavernier and he bombs up and down that wing 10 a penny I just think the influence that he has on the team there can't be many right backs in the world scoring as many goals as James Tavernier scores so for me, he's always got to come into mm. the equation for the player of the year. You'd have to agree with that. The last bit, just purely because it's just like factual, 16 goals and 33 appearances so far this season, Hugh. I, I wouldn't complain with uh, what Eddie's had to say. Uh, Butland makes timely saves and he looks good in the process. However, you know, the, for Rangers goalkeeper to be player of the year, eventually, it'd be an odd mm choice because you're looking for forward going players and the Tavernier the numbers stack up for him I'm not concerned about last season or the season before we're only confining ourselves to this season and those are terrific numbers a goal every two mm. games well that's the bit that interests me Eddie because I always have a rough thought about maybe this name will come up and this name will come up I was under the impression that most Rangers fans thought Jack Butland had been Rangers' best player this season and therefore would have been ahead of James Tavernier in this discussion. Um, but is that definitely not the case for you, I take it? No, I don't think so. I think, you, I mean, the goalkeeper is a, is a specific position. It's a, as we know, it's a bit of a... Sorry, Cammy, it's a bit of an oddity in football. Nobody really <laughs> likes the goalkeeper. I love it, Eddie. <laughs> so but, true. <laughs> but to be honest, that's what you're there to do. You're there to make saves. And uh, albeit it's not... It's not your full responsibility that's part of your job and I think Jack Butland has had a great year but I also think Alan McGregor had a great season last season and I think there's been various Rangers keepers throughout the years including Cammy where they've had influential seasons but James Tavernier in terms of going forward if you take James Tavernier's goals out of the Rangers team this season then they're struggling to sit two points behind Celtic if that Oh, that is again undeniable, um, and I love it because just a great word. Goalkeeping is an oddity, oh, says yeah. Eddie. Sorry, Cammy, but listen, I mean, it is what it is. It is what it is. <laughs> uh, listen, I, I agree, Eddie, and listen, I'll absolutely stick up for Rangers players. Um, uh, what I would say is James Tavernier has been brilliant over a number of years, um, and this season again, he, he proves that how important he is. And Eddie's just touched on it. If he take them goals out of the Oh, the Rangers team They've been nowhere near Celtic The the league would have been done by now And he's 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 shown why he is the captain at the club um, Leads by examples His numbers are phenomenal Year after year Season after season um, And for me mm. Yeah, I, I absolutely He's got to be in the mix for, for getting a shout For being player of Well, halfway player of the year The Look at the League Cup Gets the winner in the final Gets a double in the semi um, Again it, Maybe Eddie Maybe it's because I'm sort of 
worn down by this show and we get so many Rangers fans on yes. complaining about James Tavernier so often. Maybe that's why I was surprised that that, that was the first name. Why does that still go on then? Why do you think there is a bit more of a split in the Rangers supporter camp that, that maybe they wouldn't all agree with you? I, th- I think I think that comes in for, for two reasons, Gordon. When he makes mistakes at the back, and he and he has done that, then uh, it gets highlighted. Um, and and, w- and and when he's making mistakes at back, he can't be making mistakes at the back and scoring goals up front. So I think his mistakes are highlighted probably much more that, than than any other sort of defender at Rangers because he's a captain. And the other thing is, and this is a Glasgow he's quietly spoken. He's no your typical uh, digger and, and, you know, and getting in and hitting people and walloping people. He's quite, I think he's quietly spoken. I think he, he goes about his business in a, in a quiet manner. It can be frustrating as far as the Rangers fans are concerned because he'll all come out with the blood and the thunder and, 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 and jumping up and down and things like that. But I think that's part of his part of his character I think that's part of his calmness which makes him the player that he is I go back to the game that cost Michael Billy's job the Aberdeen game at Ibrox and I have this mental image of Tavernier going round the park and he's apologising to the Rangers fans you remember the scenes Mm -hmm. and they are giving him dogs abuse but at least he fronted up and he went to the fans and I, I always get the impression that Tavernier becomes the immediate scapegoat and whipping boy when anything happens to Rangers of a negative nature and then when times are better and by that I mean when Michael Beale left and uh, Philippe Clement come in when times are better then people appreciate what Tavernier does and Eddie Mm. is one of those so he's the whipping boy if anything goes wrong and he's the top man if it's going well. Yeah, the one thing I would take slight issue with on Eddie saying they thought Alan McGregor had a good season last season. I'm not saying he didn't. What I'm saying mm-hmm. is, again, based on this show, we had loads of complaints, if you like, from Rangers fans on this show last season saying, I think it's probably time, you know, an amazing servant, yeah. but there are some goals going in that I think he should save, and we don't get any of that with Jack Butland. So is, is Jack Butland not above James Tavernier for you? What? How would you describe that then? Has he just been extra steady? No, listen, I think Jack Butland's exceptional. I, do, I really do. I think he's he's a brilliant signing for Rangers. And for me, he could go on to be another one of these Rangers greats. Alan McGregor is a Rangers great as a goalkeeper. I look at um, Andy Gorham again being one of these. Jack Butland, if he if he was to see his career out at Rangers, then he would definitely become one of these because he's got the right temperament. He's a fantastic goalkeeper. He can play with his feet, um, but he's got that presence as well. He's came in. He's embraced the pressure. He's embraced the fans, mm-hmm. and I just think he's been been phenomenal. He's up there with Tav. I, I agree. I, I think Tav gets a raw deal of it and he does as Hugh says he fronts up that Aberdeen game I remember over in Cyprus again he was over at the fans apologising um, he's the one that doesn't go away he'll always front up um, and he takes the flak when it's coming his way but his numbers are just incredible for a right back I am interested because I think every Celtic fan thinks Matt O'Reilly's been their best player this season but are the Rangers fans a bit more split then between Butland or Tavernier or you tell me thank you to Eddie uh, Greg's also a Rangers fan. What's your take on all this? Um, I think we said Eddie just got in there before me because they pretty much said what I was going to say. <laughs> listen, <laughs> listen, it's all about backing each other up then. If you want to agree, that's fine. Why is it James Tavernier and not Jack Butland then? Talk to me specifically about I Rangers. Think, I think Butland's been a revelation since he's been came to Rangers. But what I would say is, if it wasn't for Tavernier, 
we wouldn't be, as you say, as close to Celtic and we wouldn't have won that League Cup. He got us past Hearts in the semi-final and he got that goal in the final. So we're only halfway into the season. How is he not even nominated? That's a big surprise, I think. Well, I mean, he, he, is, is, he, is, if you, he is if you want him to be. Well, you know, that's two, in there, Greg. That's two calls in a row. So, if you know, like I said, you guys pretty much decide on the phones on Twitter. Hugh and Cammy can do a bit of refereeing. I, I, I cannot dispute that Jack Butland has been a phenomenal signing for Rangers, and uh, you know, for all that, that Michael Beale got criticised, and for all that Rangers sacked him, uh, he brought Butland to the club, and for that he deserves credit. It would just be an odd thing for me. Well, you think it takes more, basically, for a, a, a Rangers or probably Celtic goalkeeper to be player of the year? You just think it takes more? It takes, like, a, a, an absolutely outstanding level of... I would find it almost a contradiction in terms, Gordon, if Rangers, for example, were to win the title. Other teams are available, but if Rangers were to win the title and the goalkeeper was player of the year, that, that to me, would be a contradiction. It can happen. Yeah, definitely. It can. Um Again, awards don't tend to go to goalies. You'll you know this well. Yep. Um, Craig Gordon's won a couple. Um, again, it feels like the times that he did it, you were talking about weekends where you say, oh, you, oh, you need to see the save Craig Gordon yeah. make. Is that sort of what it takes? Or if you're Craig Gordon at hearts, then you're probably a bit busier. Is that Yeah, I think you are. And I, I think that's the, the probably when you look at Jack Butland, he shouldn't be that busy most weeks. And it's the big games that he needs to perform in, the, the the old form games, the European games. And that's where you would see him probably if he was to earn that title of player of the season. Then it would be because he's made big moments in these games and, and defining moments in them games. Um, again, that's maybe not happened, but I, I genuinely think he's an unbelievable goalkeeper and, and will go on to have a fantastic career at Rangers as long as he stays. But... I still can't get away from Tav because I, I do, I think he just produces these numbers year in, year out. Um, and yeah, listen, he's he's got to be up there. I mean, scoring mm. 10 goals from a right-back position and these assists that he comes in with. Um, 16 goals. 16, sorry. Yeah. Um, and and um, the assists that he comes in with, mm. it, it's just unreplaceable. Same as we said to the last call, although Greg, he still gets a lot of stick, doesn't he? Well, that's what I was saying. As, as you mentioned, the Aberdeen game, and as soon as Rangers lose a game, they all just give up Tavernier all the stick in the world, which is totally unfair. And see, when we do get beat, he's the only one that comes out and speaks to the media and blah, blah, blah. But, if see, I heard there was a bit of Saudi team sniffing about Tavernier. If he left tomorrow, imagine what Rangers fans would feel. And what would they rather, a right-back that gets one goal every four years, like Alistair Johnston, or... Do you know what I mean? Mark Wilson, you could say. <laughs> um, I did... Um... Yeah, I saw the, I'm not sure if the Saudi thing was just Twitter stuff. I think it probably was, but um, we wait and see. I'm definitely fascinated because most of the Rangers fans who are tweeting are saying Jack Butland, but okay. most that are calling, clearly, are saying James Tavernier. But the Celtic fans aren't split on this. They think Matt O'Reilly, if you've got another shout out there, maybe it's, who am I to say, Lawrence Shankland or someone else entirely. Uh, let's see what you've got for us. It's a good time to call. We'll try and get you on next after I tell you about this. Finally, today, after five days of Make Me A Winner calls, we've had our first winner of the week. We saved it up until Friday and Peter was the happy man. He works for HMRC. He'll be very chuffed that he's won the 60 grand in completely tax-free cash. Oh. He'll be all across that side of it, I'm sure. He was going to have a cheap wedding, apparently. There's no such thing. To his partner, Nicole, in three months. 
but that's getting a bit of an upgrade now. The 60 grand's going to take a hit. It could be you deciding what to spend that cash on. Just get yourself in the draw for Monday. Just think when Hugh Keevans uh, had his wedding. I don't even think we were dealing in pounds back then. So uh, things are a bit different. You could be winning 62,000 when we make the next call but you do need to be in that draw text yes to 61025 yes to 61025 £2 to text plus your standard network rate you can enter at Clyde1.com with online entries costing £2 you can call 0330-880-4523 all calls charged at a standard rate and all the rules for this network competition can be found online it is over 18s only I should point out But here's the important bit. Once you've done that, once you've done the admin and got yourself in, if you get the call after 3pm on Monday the 15th of January, answer within five rings, say make me a winner straight away and that's how you win the £62,000. So it's good luck from us and one last reminder to text yes to 61025. 0141-951-1025 This is Scottish Football's league leader Clyde One Super Scoreboard Cammy Bell and Hugh Keevans are here It's 0141-951-1025 Or Twitter at Clyde SSB So far we've had shouts, lots of them For Matt O'Reilly as Player of the Year so far uh, We've had a good few shouts for James Tavernier For Player of the Year so far um, Terry who is from Edinburgh, but he's in Motherwell. We were just about to get Terry on. He had an interesting name for us, uh, and he's disappeared. Can't get hold of him. So, Terry, call us back in. Suggest your name. If we can't hear from Terry, I'll do it on his behalf. But let's give Terry the chance to call back in uh, and see how he gets on. But don't forget, I mean, we can do this all night if you want, but if you want to talk about some of the transfer stories doing the rounds, please get in touch, Rangers fans. I know there's still a bit of uncertainty about the future of uh, Yilmaz. At Nicholas Kuhn Celtic fans is that one that excites you that looks like it's going to happen fairly soon Quan has gone off to St Mirren's training camp in Spain uh, they were very um, interestingly not for anyone but me on my mum's flight to Spain this morning ah, I got no. a new St Mirren but she must not have recognised Quan she could have given us the big <laughs> exclusive eight hours in advance um, I was reliably informed that St Mirren were on the plane it's out a- there it's an odd one for Quan because you know when you're at Celtic, you're playing with the greatest respect to Stephen Robinson and the, the guys at St Mirren. You're playing with a higher standard of player at Celtic. Uh, there are also different demands on you at a club like St Mirren as opposed to Celtic. He will have to hit the ground running because clearly Stephen Robinson needs him to do a job. And we'll find out what he's made of now because he just didn't feature... The only assumption you can draw is that Brendan Rodgers saw mm. no reason at all to put him in the team, yeah. but he'll have to show his worth at St Mirren, otherwise, what's the point of it all? Let's bring John in on the line. John, who's your player of the year so far? How you doing, Gordon? Good, um, thank you. Cammy and uh, Hugh, um, well, it's going to be Matt O'Reilly. Not James for Tavernier me. for you, John, uh, no. <laughs> um, no, but... My, my actual point, the reason for me phoning up actually includes uh, James Tavernier, mm-hmm. um, but um, I, I think for me it has to be Matt O'Reilly. He just makes Celtic tick. Um, one of the other callers mentioned earlier, like, see when he's running with the ball or, or, and he's got the ball at his feet and they're passing the, the, the ball about the park and stuff like that. See if he plays well, for whatever reason Celtic play well. 
see if he's not playing well, they don't. Uh, and I don't really get why that's kind of happened ever so sudden recently, but mm-hmm. I just think he's, um, he's Celtic's best player by a country mile. I think the quality of the moments as well, Cammy. So you can, yep. you can make up your own criteria here, like importance to the team, numbers, we said the eye test, you know, and if, you, if you're going through Matt Riley's numbers and the goals that he scored or the goals he's assisted, then the the quality of those it sort of started in the first day of the season against Ross County remember he rifled it in with his yeah. right foot yep. Yep. and he thought oh, that's not a bad finish for the right foot and he, he never really looked back and sc- scored the next game against Aberdeen a bit more of a simple finish um, you think of the goal was it the Hearts goal is that the one that sort of that come over his shoulder at Tynecastle? he kind of volleys it into the far corner is that right I think I'm remembering that one right um, we mentioned some of the Goal at Motherwell when he, he bailed Celtic out at first. Yeah, absolutely. Yep, yep. Um, we mentioned some of the some of the <clears throat> passes as well. Yeah. So you get um, and look, numbers are numbers, and that's why there's a you know people are obsessed with assists and stuff. But then within that, some assists are better than others, I guess. And it just feels like he's had a, a number of really high quality moments. Yeah, he has. He, he's had a number of high quality goals, and as you say, assists as well. And um, yeah, listen, John. As he says, he, he's, he oh, is... Oh, the St. Johnston goal, sorry. That was another... Is that what you no, 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 it wasn't, but that's an absolute standout that I missed off the list. Yes. Remember um, they were 1-0 down. Yep, and yep, yep. Um, and is that the one that Brendan Rodgers gave them a rocket at half-time? Yep. yep. Again, I just feel what John's saying is he, he absolutely makes them tick. I think Celtic have got a couple of players, and I've touched on it, Cal McGregor, I think is one of them, and Matt O'Reilly is another one that, that they heavily rely on. Matt O'Reilly more for... I think getting the getting the goals and assists and, and they rely on him from unlocking doors because listen, you get a lot of teams at Celtic face that they sit in, they they play a low block, they make it difficult and that's hard for players. You need to have quality players that can find that small gap and, and create opportunities or create a goal for themselves and Matt O'Reilly can do that in abundance. Is, um so yeah, he's been brilliant. I don't think again, this is a kind of made up bit you don't have to take this into account for a player of the year discussion, but as an example of recruitment as well, and you did touch on it earlier, yeah. it is a guy that signed from MK Dons. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it's not... And was also second choice, because the, the one they wanted was Riley McGree. Sliding doors moment, isn't and it? And he said no, and is now at uh, Middlesbrough, and uh, Matt O'Reilly came up, nobody knew him. That's, again, that's the Celtic model, uh, but has become a magnificent player. As I said earlier, to... Let him go now is fan revolt time. But in the summertime, that's a different matter. And it's almost an obligation on Celtic's part because they go on about the model and the model has put £72 million in the bank for them and for a long period of years has worked very successfully. But it's something the the fans have to get their head Mm. around. MK Dons, two and a half years at Celtic, ten times the player... Ten times the money. It's an interesting one because I reckon then right now, amidst mm-hmm. all the debate about Celtic's transfers and recruitment, I think if Celtic in this window signed a League One player for one and a half million pounds, it would be seen as underwhelming. Even though yep. the other, the last guy to do it, you're all telling me he's Player of the Year. Um, and this is, I've clearly got a bit of a bee in my bonnet about this because I mention it all the time. But we do, we pigeonhole types of signings before they, before they even get here, and I do think that. You know, if that was to happen again, even right now, even yeah. with Matt O'Reilly staring you in the face, we would probably still hear complaints about ah, lack of ambition or projects is yeah. everyone's favourite yeah. word. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but again, 
uh, they're not always going to work. They're not always going to be a matter earlier. We, we're not going to see somebody turn from 1.5 no, million. You would, you would surely let them yes, have the chance to absolutely. find out. Absolutely, but again, then that's why I think that Celtic fans at this moment in time, if they were to sign somebody like that, it would be that word that you've just used, Gordon, project. And they don't want to see any more projects at the moment. They want to see ready-made players that will go straight into that starting team Matt, to improve them. Matt O'Reilly went straight into the team and improved things. Um, what do you think, John? The guys... They're not disagreeing with you. It's a bit easier when they do, because then we can have a bit of a barney about it. But I think you've convinced them. Yeah, yeah. Like I said, he's he just he's just. Like you said it as well. He's like the bargain of the century. He's like another Henry Larson. Do you know what I mean? The fact that we got him for pittance. Okay, we never sold him, but we got longevity Henry Larson yeah he did alright um, I think he made, he, I think he made right his transfer fee back Hugh 650,000 pounds I was uh, going to say someone can tell me what the and I'm not seriously comparing because you shouldn't compare anyone to him I don't no, think no. Um, I don't know what's the what's the, allowing for inflation what is the 2024 <laughs> equivalent of that oh Larson because um, we discovered that actually I made a joke about your wedding earlier apparently <laughs> you I actually googled it during the break you got married when? Uh, 1971, August. So you actually were at six months after decimalisation. Yeah. There we go. So <laughs> you, you you did pay for your wedding in pounds. Just. Yeah. Unless you'd paid for it before that. I can remember everyone at, everyone at the wedding reception, the older folks at the wedding reception, buying a drink and then saying, what's that in old money? You know, <laughs> doing a quick uh, bit of accountancy at the bar. But, you know, Larson... It, in, what an interesting debate that would be. Henrik Larsson today from Celtic after what he achieved and the player he was, and remember he went to Manchester United and Barcelona and all the rest of it. Henrik Larsson today, 40 million. Any bankers out there? I said bankers. You could tell me what the equivalent is. Thank you very much though to John. As we bring the first hour to a close... Easiest question of the night Is Matt O'Reilly on your four-man shortlist Without For player question. of the year so far? Yes Is James Tavernier? I, I go back to my argument That Butland has been terrific And makes good saves on a timely basis But if Rangers are going to go for the title Tavernier's goals are what's propelling them towards it Okay, okay Rangers fans, you could change his mind if you want Jack Butland on Or is there someone else? Uh, Terry, I'm looking for you to phone back from Edinburgh and give us your shout. If not, I'll do it for you. Uh, there, there are other names out there. I know it feels sometimes like the footballing world revolves around two cities, uh, two teams in this city, but it's not the case in this occasion. Pick up the phone, give us your suggestions, and we'll play this. Beat the pundit with the Scottish Sun for the best football news and opinion online. TheScottishSun.co.uk/slash/football. They say absence makes the heart grow fonder. Beat the Pundit had a rest last night because we had the big quiz between Gordon and Mark. It's back with a bang tonight and you can end your week by beating Hugh Keevans or Cammy Bell. This was the week that Gordon DL got a zero, of course, so anything can happen. And it's 0141 951 1025. Lines close at 7. The winning team all season long. This is Clyde One Super Scoreboard. That was a quick first hour, but we're back for more with Hugh Keevans and Cami Bell asking you who your player of the season so far has been. It is the Clyde One Super Scoreboard Half Season Awards. It is the pinnacle. We've done a different award every night, and this is the big one. Lots of shouts for Matt O'Reilly. 
Quite a good few shouts for James Tavernier. A bit of a debate though as to whether he's ahead of Jack Butland from a Rangers perspective. I know there are other names out there. There's a very obvious striker that we've not discussed yet. So if you want to do that, we can. On today's news stories, Quan has gone on loan from Celtic to St Mirren. Uh, Nicholas Kuhn, it looks like Celtic. You're getting closer to that one. Is that one that excites you? Uh, anything else you think we've missed Rangers fans? Ridvan Yilmaz, rumours of him leaving won't go away. So why not give us a call and we'll play this first. Beat the pundit with the Scottish Sun. For the best football news and opinion online, the Scottish slash football. Beat the pundit time. Adam is an Airdrie. How's it going, Adam? How you doing? I'm reliably informed, Adam, though you're not alone. You're mob handed. Who's the backup yep. team? My dad and my bra. Brilliant. What's their names? Jordan and Jack. Right. I probably won't remember, but it's good to know. So we've got. The three guys on Are you comfortable with that? Yeah 301 yeah. Don't I mind know. Good Have you ever played before any of you? Nope Good stuff Right I like it Heads it will be Hugh <coughs> Keevans Tails it will be Cammy Bell And it is Heads It's Hugh Against Adam and Dad And Brother So what we'll do is give Hugh some Greatest Hits radio to listen to Just so that he can't hear us Adam To make it easier Adam If they're helping you out Just you make sure you give me the final answer Okay 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 Top man 30 seconds then We'll stick it on the clock You can Answer it as quick as you can If you want to pass and move on That's absolutely fine, okay? Okay, okay Nice one Your time starts now Who's the only Brazilian Currently playing in the Scottish Premiership? Danilo Nicholas Kuhn Plays for which Austrian club? Young boys Who are Dundee United Playing in the Championship tonight? Rafe Rovers uh, true or false Scotland's the only country Of less than 10 million people Who've got three teams Win a European trophy True Which celebrity Did Motherwell appeal to At the end of their Viral investment video Pass mm, Okay let's bring Hugh Evans back Can you hear us Hugh I can Tricky ones in there tonight oh, Are you ready Yep Same set of questions Your time starts now Who's the only Brazilian Currently playing In the Scottish Premiership Danilo Nicholas Kuhn plays for which Austrian club? Rapid Vienna Who are Dundee United playing in the championship tonight? Cali Thistle True or false? Scotland is the only country of fewer than 10 million people to have three teams win a European trophy True Which celebrity did Motherwell appeal to at the end of their viral investment video? Taylor Swift Who do Rangers face in a friendly in Spain tomorrow? Hertha Berlin Which League One team does SPFL top scorer Romain Borrell play for? Pass. He was flying. He was flying. Adam, have you been up against an experienced campaigner? He sounded good there, didn't he? Uh, I think I've been hammered there. First time. That's as confident as I've heard him. You got off to a good start with Danilo, who's the only Brazilian in the Premiership, to win the ultimate brownie points of all time. Who's the only other Brazilian, Hugh Evans or Cami Bell, in the SPFL? So he's not in the Premiership. There is another Brazilian in Scotland. Wow. How can you not know? Montrose have a Brazilian. They genuinely do. Matthias Macado, apparently. Oh, wow. Who knows? Anyway, uh, Nicholas Kuhn plays for Rapid Vienna. 2-1 Hugh Keevans. Uh, Inverness Cali Thistle played Dundee United. 3-1 Hugh Keevans. But Adam and the guys were still in it because apparently it's true. I didn't know this. Scotland's the only country of fewer than 10 million people. We've had three teams win a European trophy oh. Like that uh, So 
I got that as well. He got that. Yeah, yeah exactly. I was trying to try and put a brave <laughs> face on it. Um, the celebrity that Motherwell appealed to at the end of their viral video was Taylor Swift. You actually heard of Taylor Swift? Because I know you in popular culture a, don't really... There was a wonderful photograph of her in the... the Steady. Yeah, in the, in the paper this morning. <laughs> right. Uh, and they had, uh, as we say in the trade, macked up the photo... She was there looking terrific, but they put a motherwell scarf oh, over seriously? her. Seriously? Yeah. Get a look at that. Get, get, get yourself a daily record and you'll find Taylor Swift. Right up my street. And who do Rangers face in a friendly in Spain tomorrow? Hertha Berlin. Hugh, the, the guy who printed the mug last time, was he was getting ready to oh, go God. for the 10. Tell him, Roman Borrell. Cove. Cove Rangers. Top scorer in Scotland is. Adam, Never sometimes there's only so much you can do. You've been beaten by the better man. Thanks for taking part. No Good man, Good Adam man, and the guys. Adam. We appreciate it, Adam and family in Airdrie who've had their weekend ruined. They have to tell everybody <laughs> that they lost. I thought he was going for it again. I, don't I thought you were going for the 10. I, I cannot believe it. No. How I, does, in the space of one season, I mean, we're talking about player of the year and you're looking for that consistency rather than, you know, the peaks mm-hmm. and troughs. How, in one season, do you go from Avril Levine is Craig Levine's niece <laughs> to getting 10 on Beat the Punt like, how, how did those Amazing. things coexist? It's, it's a question of luck to be honest I have not seen the Motherwell video and I did not know that they referenced Taylor Swift but in the paper this morning there's Taylor with her Motherwell scarf on so you get lucky with little bits and pieces It's not lucky Hugh that's a habit of a lifetime read the paper yep. you're well informed yep. that's, knowledge that's the way it works there we go Ah, honestly Avril Levine though Doesn't it? They'll never get over that I, I don't Honest to goodness uh, I'd never heard of her I did <laughs> Even just the psychology Of the question though Was she ever likely To be Craig Levine's Craig Levine Well if you don't know Who she is in the first place I thought she might have been In River City or something Oh man Anyway 01419511025 I don't even care if this suggestion's a good one or not, I just love the fact that it's different and we've not heard it. George is in Dumbarton. You've definitely got a name that we've not had suggested for Player of the Year so far, George. Take it away. Uh, I'd like to suggest uh, Ross Laidlaw for Ross County. Brilliant. I'll take given, given, given the fact that he's, he's, he's one of the most saves in the Premiership this season so far. Do you know what, Ross? The great irony. I. I think you've made an excellent choice mm-hmm. and I, I look back on games that uh, Ross County have played and Ross Laidlaw has definitely kept them in it no doubt about that but that, I, that's what I say I always say that I and also read this morning that Derek Adams is looking for another goalkeeper he brought, he's he brought, brought one, one in didn't uh, he? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He one. surely it's the number back two up. that he's brought up yeah. mm. uh, listen George I was actually thinking would Ross Laidlaw be get considered for the Scotland squad um, the way that the form that he's in I, 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 listen I totally agree I think he's had a brilliant season the number of saves he makes in a game is so important for Ross County the points that they've picked up is Ross Lidl's had a lot to say about them points so far it was the Celtic mm. game wasn't it was yeah oh, George are you a Ross County fan in Dumbarton and if so are you the only one no <laughs> actually I'm a Ross County fan in Dumbarton Brilliant uh, And Ross County is my first team So there we go. I, 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 don't, I don't always get to What's the them. story? What is it family connection? You're from that family part of the country? Yeah, uh, brilliant I got that way And you're obviously going to see them But anyway At the end of the day I always feel as if The smaller teams In the leagues Their players are outstanding They don't get the same mm-hmm. The same coverage As, as the Celtic The old firms 
Yeah. You know what I mean? No, that's why we're happy to have the shout. I think what's interesting that if we're going goalies, then mm-hmm. Jack Butland would need to be in the discussion we said earlier. But then, you know, George is right. You look at what, I mean, what goalies are, how busy are they, basically, yeah. you know, and how much do they have to do to keep their team in it? I don't hate the Ross Laidlaw shout at all, but if we were if we were going to mention him, let's go a stage further. Would you not have to bring in Dimitar Mitov? Yes. Yep. Yeah. Very good. Been really good as well, hasn't Been he? Really consistent. Make some big saves and yeah. Listen, I, I think the standard of goalkeeping when you look at the teams out with the old firm and the goalies that have to make a number of saves, it's been been pretty mm-hmm. strong this season. Um, Xander Clark has improved. Yeah, uh, since coming into the team because of yeah Craig Gordon's unfortunate injury, he has undoubtedly become a better goalkeeper. Well, he's responded say, well in the last few weeks, hasn't I, he? I was going to say what I would say is I think he's took his game to another level since Craig Gordon's put the pressure on him and he's back in training. Xander again, there was probably question marks: Would he be able to handle? Does he have the characteristics to mm-hmm. have a Scotland? Number one sitting on the bench and putting pressure on him, and he's listen, he's absolutely lived up to it. Yeah, I'm going to get back to that in a second. Whilst we've got George on, how George, I mean, Ross County are down in that portion of the, the league. I mean, it's really tight though, but they're in that portion yeah. of the league where you're trying to prevent your, you know, trying to get safety first ultimately. How key will Ross Laidlaw be to that? Well, Ross Laidlaw is, is a big, big, big factor in, in the team because he is, he is a, one of the senior players as well. and and it brings on the younger ones as well. It, it helps. He's a very good professional, uh, and it does a lot for the, the local area as well. You know, goes and visits and makes phone calls to to, to, to fans. He is. He's a very. He's well in there, and, and he loves it. Mm-hmm. Uh, but you know, he's a great player. I just think. I just. I just think they don't get the goalkeepers. Don't get recognition needs. You know, what I mean, I, I always feel as if sometimes. In, when a goalkeeper saves a penalty, they put it into the strike and missing yeah, the penalty. We always talk about it being a bad penalty, don't you? Ah, oh, it's a terrible penalty. No, it's a good save. <laughs> I mean, the goalkeeper saved the penalty. It's a fair yeah. shout. It is a fair uh, shout. Um, one of my favourite... favourite. Fav- I mean, does love it. One of my favourite personal theories that I've not really looked into that much and I couldn't immediately back it up with any science. I think the team that goes down automatically always has... Goalkeeping issues yep. I won't be too harsh On the individual And say they're rotten yep. um, It could be a number of reasons It could be underperforming But I always think Teams that go down I'll, Have got a real problem In goal Totally agree And I'll go one further The season that Kilmarnock Went down There was a goalkeeping issue In that in that yep. department Again there was remember. Chopping and changing Between I think it was Doyle and Rogers. Yeah and they didn't have a number one. They didn't have a goalkeeper who was good enough to keep them mm-hmm. in the league. And that was the reason they went was down. Was that uh, the season Hearts went down as well? Was that, yes, because Comanet went down the, through the, the playoffs against Dundee. So was that the Pereira season? Yes. Um, Kawashima at Dundee United, yep. I think. So we can go through um, it all, yeah. Um, I, I totally I, agree. I do feel like, you know, whoever it is that's down there. Um, and, and again, back to we're talking you know, busyness, and this is why I, I prefer to stay. I keep stats kind of here, Hugh. Like, I don't mind them, and it's good yeah. to back up things. I won't dive head first because some people will say, yeah, we'll save percentage is important though because obviously that's the percentage, you know, the number of shots yep. and, and all that sort of stuff. Um, but Pai and Bovril put some stats up about goalkeepers this week and if you're looking at just the different levels, all the praise Jack Butland's got and, and he deserves it and he's been reliable. He's made 37 saves. Uh-huh. Um, Mitov's made 74. <laughs> yeah. Yep. And again, that doesn't take into account easy saves, hard saves. Yep. Although maybe you could say that in theory... Rangers and Celtic should be limiting their opponents to lower quality shots. Yeah, I would guess. I don't know. Um, 
But I mean that's some that's that's the difference in busyness level. Seventy four saves Mitov's yeah. made, Joe Hart's made twenty nine, Jack Butland's made thirty seven. Um and it doesn't always work that, you know, the best teams have fewer saves because Shamal George Botman, the league's only made forty two, but maybe he's not um, he's, he's sat out a couple of games as well so and maybe his failure to make saves exactly. has cost them uh, you, go, so you, you said <laughs> you said uh, you and know, that's where we come back to percentage issue yep. involving teams at the, the foot of the league and mm. that, you know this could be the year it breaks I don't think Jamal George is terrible no but he's been displaced on more yeah, than one I, I don't think he's been teams. as good as he was last season no um, I think there's been a few errors in there and a couple that he's actually got away with as well but touching on that listen I've been on both sides where I was at Kilmarnock and you you're making 10, 12 saves a game and, and you're getting hammered most games and then you go to a club like Rangers and you're not involved that well, you've much. You've seen both sides though, but is that in, is that in itself a challenge though, concentration-wise? And, that, and that's why I praise Jack Butland so much okay. because he's doing such a good job that he maybe only has to make one or two saves a game. They're so, so important. The Kilmarnock one against uh, when Vassell run through when it was nil-nil, that's a huge save in that game. People forget about that, so... That's why I praise him so much because I, I can see what he's doing for the team. Uh, George, I just love the shout because you're right, we need to spread the recognition. So thanks very much. Have a good night, George. I, I just wish you could, people could somebody work out a, a fairer way to get the smaller teams involved with the play of the year as well. I know. You know, it's a hard one, I know, but... Well, on, on here, there's, there's um, I t- hate to burst the bubble, there's very little chance on here because of the, <laughs> the, the, the way it's dominated. Um, but maybe we'll come up with an expert I, panel I'm, who'll just decide. I'm trying to imagine George going to the, the local in the button and saying, <laughs> let's have a conversation about Ross Laidlaw. <laughs> what? I know, that's the way it works. Thanks. We do it quite often. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks very much to George on the line. It is a shame that we've waited until this time of the night to hear this name for the first time, but we did have a caller and then we couldn't get a hold of him. Scott and East Kilbride, who is the name we need to throw into the mix? Well, I'm giving a shout to Lauren Shankland. Absolutely. Uh, I'm, a, I'm a Rangers fan, actually, and I would obviously back my own guys that have been mentioned tonight. Um, great stats, but Lauren Shankland um, is keeping hearts where they are. If you look at Hart's results from you know just mid-December for the Celtic game and the Ross County game, the Livingston game, his goals are keeping Hearts where they are and they'd be in trouble without him. Um, so I, th- I think it's a bit of a no-brainer for, for him at the moment. At this point you, you've hit it. It's just quickly extra praise because occasionally someone will push their own team's allegiance to one side. It doesn't yeah. happen very often. Scott's a Rangers fan. Maybe it's just because he wants to sign Lauren Shankland. I don't <laughs> know. It's almost a problem for Hearts that he's so good, Lauren Shankland, because Scott's right. That is the biggest Hugh Evansism I've ever heard. Well, how can it be a problem? Because when he goes, <laughs> the, his departure means that you're, you're you're looking down a black hole because there's no Lauren Shankland light anywhere to yeah, be found. He has to be good first. That is the ultimate negative outlook <laughs> on the situation. It's the way that sustained me through life. <laughs> That's amazing. Um, like how obviously he has to be in it um, in the in the short list because Scott's right. Part of it that will always come up. We heard that Matt O'Reilly is so important to the Celtic team. James mm-hmm. Tavernier is so important to this Rangers team. You could argue if we're talking about importance to their team, Shankland maybe is ahead of of both of those. Definite, definitely for me, he's um, the driving force of Hearts. He, he holds them together. He's a captain, 
but his goals, the, the just the way that he plays as well, he brings a lot of players into play. He's so intelligent. Um, he's a brilliant, brilliant footballer for me, and he's definitely got to be there. I'm absolutely delighted Scott's phoned in and, and gave that shout, and I'm pretty sure Scott's uh, hoping that Rangers might make a sneaky bid for him. But he's he's been phenomenal for Hearts and so so important to him. And listen, I get where Hugh's coming from because. I can see what you're saying Hanging Hugh, out for too long <laughs> <laughs> um, The numbers are there Hugh, it is 19 goals In 30 appearances It is 13 in the league He's 3 clear um, as the league's top goal scorer At the moment And you always know you need to time your run For awards season Yeah. So if this is half awards season You need to do it, he's got 7 goals in his last 6 games Do you know the funny thing, I started the programme by saying to you, How long does it take to sign a player from Rapid Vienna how long does it take for Rangers to show their hand where Lauren Shankland is concerned? You if know, they have one. Yeah, exactly. Mm. That's the whole point. We're, we're, we're now 12 days into the window and there hasn't been so much as a hint of whether Philippe Clement is going to say to the board, let's at least ask Hearts the question. How much do you want from and can we afford to pay that? But at the moment, we do not know a definitive answer to the question of Philippe, mm. do you want this man? Scott, it sounds like you'd be all aboard Finally, I mean uh, it's, it's not just the goals It's the quality, quality <laughs> yeah. He scores every which way That you can think of And then you go back to the last Old Firm game And you saw that atrocity of death <laughs> And you just think It's night and day um, It's a no-brainer Hearts would be mad to let him go but Rangers would be mad to not at least test the waters and get a bid in. It's been great descriptive words used tonight. Goalkeeping was described as an oddity. Um, Dessers has been described as an atrocity, or certainly <laughs> that one effort on goal. I'm not enjoying this. This yeah. is giving Hugh Keevens a run for his money. It's a great suggestion, Scott. I'm glad someone said it. He has to be on our four, doesn't he? Oh, yeah. without question. Definitely. Right. I still feel like there's a space there. I don't know if we've have we decided on a... So, I mean, O'Reilly's definitely on it. Yep, Shanklin's definitely yep, on it. Yep. You two are leaning towards Tavernier, Tavernier rather mm-hmm. than Butland from a Rangers perspective. People are fighting that out on Twitter. So if you were to stick one of them, I don't know the other one. I mean, I had a shout for Ross Laidlaw. The good players in the league. Miovsky's been decent. Yep. Again. Yeah. Is there a space? Is there anyone else? I mean, maybe the Celtic fans are so <coughs> taken by Matt O'Reilly and he's already had his award as surprise of the season. But would Liam Scales, Scales yeah. is he a player of the year contender so far? Callum McGregor, does he get a, 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 Do we just expect that from him? He's the reigning PFA Scotland player of the year, is he? Did I make that up? Can't remember. Yeah, we see, I'm sure he is. I'd normally get a lift home before the awards are Yeah, given. you're right by the time the dessert comes out. <laughs> anyway, right, good time to call. It might be a time that you want to move on and go for the kind of news stories of the day, if you like. You know, will Yilmaz leave? Will Celtic sign Nicholas Kuhn? What about Quan's move to St Mirren? But if you want to keep going, Player of the Year, we are here for you. Taking your calls on Scottish football. 0141-951-1025. This is Clyde One Super Scoreboard. It's that time of the night where you send a question in and you watch with interest to see if the pundits can possibly get the answers. Usually the answer is no. So if you fancy that, you like the sound of it and you want to hear the and you want to hear your question used on the show, it's full time at Clyde1.com. Full time at Clyde1.com So Ross and Renfrew says Can you name 
the eight oldest players who've played in the Scottish Premiership this season. Can you name the eight oldest players who've played a game in the Scottish Premiership this season? Oh no. Oh no. I don't like it. I don't like um, the silence. Wow. None. None that spring to mind. No. Craig, Craig Gordon has had it. No, he's not. No. He's obviously not played. Um, not that it's going to make much difference to you, judging by the start here. You only need to be 35 and a half to make it onto this list. Right. Is there any? Who are the experienced campaigners in the league? How old Gogic? Oh, Louis no. Stevenson. What a random place no. to start here. Louis, Louis, no. Louis Stevenson? No? Yes, Louis yes. Stevenson. Well done. Okay. Hanlon? Uh, nope. People just always mention them together, I don't know, they? It's like I know. Just keep, can't they came separate in them. about the same like time. Wilson and DL. You're not done with the Hibs connection. I don't mind giving you that wee clue. A David Marshall. David Marshall, oldest of the lot, 38 yeah. years and nine months. Oh. I think that's okay. You're a quarter of the way there. So, can you name eight oldest players who've played in the Scottish Premiership this season? David Marshall and Lewis Stevenson. That non-Hibs players are available And thanks again to Ross and Renfrew For sending it into full time At Clyde1.com I did say you can keep your suggestions coming on Player of the Year We've done quite a bit of it So if you want to talk more topical Transfer, wheelings and dealings And rumour and speculation You could do that as well Oh, Joe Hart Yes, Hugh yes, Keevans Well done um, We did say before we came on air We've, we've nodded to it just once or twice But a confirmed piece of business Cammy uh, Hugh already gave us his thoughts Quan on loan from Celtic to St Mirren I'm interested in it I don't know if it's going to be good or bad but I'm interested in it I think it's it can only be good for him it's an opportunity for him to get some game time in Scottish football um, you touched on Ayer who had to go to Kilmarnock and, and prove that he was good enough um, in Scotland before he went back to Celtic and obviously he's moved on since then um, but I, he, listen, he's still a young player. I think he's only 22, so he, he's young. He needs to play. Whether he'll ever go back to Celtic and play, that's unknown at the moment. He, this is an opportunity for him to go and showcase himself um, and get some football under his belt because he's obviously had very limited football up to this moment in time. And again, Hugh alluded to it, it's just such a different challenge a couple of miles up the road, yeah. but it, psychologically... Uh, you know about you know the kind of pressure and the expectation and the intensity is very different mm -hmm. um, then you know kind of tactically and it'll be less time on the ball more time off the ball not expected to to maybe you know like dominate games all the time so never know for whatever reason it might all come together and be a really important learning curve or it's the beginning over the end yeah it's one or the other I mean, there's no getting away from that it is one or the other um, you'll have to work hard you'll have to battle um, because um, St Mirren scrap for every uh, point they can get um, They've got good footballers as well, don't get me wrong So he can maybe bring that to the side But um, yeah, we're going to have to see the, the sort of dogged side of him as well um, As the, the quality that he should have Certainly signing for a club like Celtic But as I say, it's an opportunity for him It's better than him sitting on the bench Or, or sitting in the stands for Celtic in between now and the end of the season It's a pure numbers game For Celtic Hugh We know the squad's big Yeah We know it's not easy To get rid of players Certainly not on a permanent basis And I'm not saying They would want to Permanently yet um, But that's what we've seen We've seen a bit of Yeah I um, mean, I mean, Freeing the, up know, In the Celtic squad yeah, Over this window Idiguchi uh, Remains in Japan He's now 
staying in his own country, uh, Kwon, St Mirren. There are others like Kobayashi, for example, who just fell off the radar altogether. I'd imagine that in this window, Celtic will be looking to offload Kobayashi. There's always speculation about Lagabielka uh, and who might be interested in taking him off Celtic's hands permanently or temporarily. Uh, Navrotsky, who knows, uh, came in for a couple of games before the winter break and did his bit. Is that enough for Brendan Rodgers to, to keep him for the remainder of the season or might he go out? There's, you know, There will be more outgoings at Celtic Park. Uh, yeah, I mean, I think Lagerbielka's maybe one to really look out for. Navrotsky's come in in the last couple of games there, which leads us to, you know, who, who's going to come in. It's always the bit that's more exciting. You don't expect yeah. fans to be buzzing over fringe players, you know, going out on loan. Um, Nicholas Kuhnhu seems to be fairly close. What's your reaction to that story? We don't know if he'll be a good player or not yet, let's be honest. The, the, the first one in is always the the awkward one because fans always take the view, what? That's it. We wasted all this time and that's it. A guy from Rapid Vienna. Uh, my concern for Nicholas Kuhn, it would appear that his career was uh, on the rise and then it, it seemed to plateau. Uh, he's had you know, a terrific background in uh, Ajax and uh, Bayern Munich, and, but his career seems mm. to have stalled to an extent. Hugh's not wrong, but we covered it earlier, Cammy. You mm-hmm. Just, you just can't. If Matt O'Reilly from MK Dons is now the runaway shout in the eyes of the Celtic fans for Player of the Year, you, you, you can't, you can't write guys off before they arrive. No, and I don't think they should. Listen, he's had a great upbringing from the, the clubs that he's been at, Ajax, Bayern Munich. They're, they're top, top sides, so there must be a player in there. Um, it's just Celtic trying to expose that. Um, and... As you said, you can't write these players off. You've got to give them an opportunity. Um, but again, he's going to come to a club that the expectation is that he starts the starts flying as soon as he's in the door. There's no time to, to sit about. We've seen that on the other side of the city where a number of players came in at Rangers at the start of the season and haven't hit the ground running. There's been loads of talk about that. So he needs to come and hit the ground running when he joins the club. Mark Wilson came up with six wingers that Celtic have last night until yeah. you text him and said that there's a seventh. Tell you. Um, so there's, I mean, the two ways of looking at that, that you would be entitled, I think, to say, it's a bit of a bloated area. Why, why do you need another one? Yeah. But Brendan Rodgers says he wants real quality. Every time James Forrest or, or Mikey Johnson, mm. uh, Yang to an extent, and we don't really see Marco Tello, every time they play, people complain and say that, that Celtic shouldn't be relying on, on them at this point so if he, if he if he comes in and he goes way above them in the pecking order the the number of options is less important you would part have the, to think Part of the problem is Brendan's quote from several years ago when he said that a winger, I've got a million of them and now the Celtic fans are counting them up and you know, mm. when, I, when I texted you last night Tilio is the seventh mm. winger I think on that though, I mean to be fair now looking back on it Brendan Rodgers perhaps speaking like a man who knew that Marion Schwed wasn't going to be, yeah. that was who he made the comment yeah, yeah. about um, wasn't going to be above what he had maybe uh, well, let's assume he hopes and thinks that, that Nicholas Kuhn will be above at least a few of those that he's got in the building just now well he, you know this window there is conjecture uh, about how many of the summertime signings were actually 
anything to do with Brendan Rodgers but there can be no conjecture over this window he's the man and he has his head of recruitment Mark Lowell there uh, so Nicholas Kuhn presumably has the manager's full approval my observation is that yes he has Bayern Munich and Ajax in his backstory. how did he end up at Rapid Vienna then? Matt O'Reilly, MK Dons <laughs> stop ignoring it 01419511025 if you want to get in touch you can tweet as well Another mad SSB Mad Gordon uh, deal analogy for you With regard to Quan and St Mirren At Celtic Park You can play with a dinner suit on At St Mirren Dungarees Oh I thought you were going to go boiler suit Okay fine Don't mind Same same logic uh, John is on the line John just talking about like Nicholas Kuhn there I don't know if you've Researched him or whatever But if, if you have You can tell us all about him And if not is, is that what Celtic need What's the priority right now John, can you hear us? Ooh, sounds a bit ropey to me. John's gone. No, he's, he's hanging on in there. He's yeah. somewhere in the background, isn't he? We'll try and get that line cleared up and get John back on. Oh, he has. He's completely disappeared this time. Um, sometimes when this happens, people say, oh, a winger, but, but we need a left back. But that doesn't mean one won't arrive before the end of the window. But... Um, there's no doubt that is not the position where the Celtic fans thought that, yeah. the, that the manager and the head of recruitment would start. There's no doubt that the Celtic fans believe a lot of them believe another goalkeeper is necessary, uh, backup for Kyogo necessary, uh, and the central defensive area is a peculiarity. With oddities, this is a peculiarity. What's happening with Lagabielka and Navrotsky? Uh, Liam Scales. The outstanding success story of the first half of the season. Carter Vickers has been troubled by injury on more than one occasion this season. What's happening in that particular area? Two of the four, nobody knows whether they're wanted or not mm -hmm. by Celtic. Yeah, yeah, I think we debate everything, but I think most people think Celtic are going to try and sign a striker. Yeah. Most think they'll try and sign a left-back. Maybe winger is a was a bit more of a debatable one. Yeah, but again, it's a it's another attacking option because listen, Celtic face games, especially in the league, where where they've struggled to break down a number of teams um, at home um, that use the low block and sit in and make it difficult. So if you've got a number of options of guys who who can unlock these defences, then then it's only a benefit to to the club going forward because they're going to have to make sure they win games mm. um, at home between now and the end of the season. John, I think he's back with us. I don't know if you know much about Nicholas Kuhn, but what do Celtic need? What's the priority? As I say, Gordon, boy, good, Cammy. Uh, I don't, I've not seen much of the boy to be truthful with you, so I couldn't make an assumption on how good he is or how bad he's not. But I know he play, maybe plays right across the front three, so he's, he's got options for uh, Brendan. Obviously, we need to, but all being away, and we still need that. I would, I would still like to go for my off I would still like that big signing. It's a busy so, night in the taxis tonight, John. Uh, uh, uh. Aye. I can hear that beat my way like crazy in the background. Oh, no, that's bad. That's bad. <laughs> I think my seatbelt on. Sorry. I, I was oh, going to say, is it your seatbelt? <laughs> I don't know if I'm, I don't know if legally we're allowed to advertise that. Just hurry up and get the seatbelt on. Aye. Anyway, um, I was just sitting stationary, pulled over yep. the side of the road. Um, the Miofsky, John yep. wants Miofsky. Can we com can we combine two topics here? Should we be mentioning Miofsky in? Player of the year so far discussions. Um, Aberdeen have had such an odd season. 
you know, he's come up with the, uh, a goal or two, Miofsky, but they've had such a... I mean, they're still bottom six and... Uh, he's not player of the season even at the halfway stage for me maybe not the outstanding but in the in, in, in four in the conversation he's got 15 goals uh, don't he, get me wrong one of them I think was for no it wasn't I thought one of them was for his country no so it's 15 <laughs> listen he's, he's, so he's the best player at Aberdeen Aye, and he's very important for Aberdeen I mean if you take them 15 goals away from Aberdeen where would they be um, so uh, he's He's proven that he can score goals in the in the league. So again, it's got to be on the mind of of Celtic. They're looking for a strike striker actively, and and for me, he's one that depends on the price. Again, I think Aberdeen would be asking top dollar for him. Uh, is he worth that? I'm unsure. He's not maybe done enough for me. I must say, I think the goal returns better than I thought it was because I had only looked at the league goals: fifteen and twenty nine for Aberdeen. Um, okay. The the only goal Aberdeen scored, of course, in in a one all draw with Rangers, which is crucial. Mm-hmm. Got the equaliser when they beat Hearts. Yep. Just a couple, again, crucial. Got a double in the two one win against Livy recently. Crucial. Uh, and then you're seeing as well, you know, even in the European games, and it didn't count for much in the end. But scored against Hacking, scored against Helsinki, scored against Pauk. So doing it in Europe as well. Uh, I'm talking myself into him. Well, yep. you know, he's best player at Aberdeen. But you'd have to be busy as an advocate to say that he's better than Shankland. No, 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 no. Just we need, but we need a fourth man on the shortlist, remember? Well, he's certainly a contender for that, but he, but he, he won't win the competition outright. Four goals, two assists in Europe. Yeah, it's all right, isn't it? Listen, he, he's had a good start to the season, and as you've just mentioned, listen, see if he wasn't um, performing like that, Aberdeen, Aberdeen would be sitting bottom of the league almost. Um, so. He just shows you how important he is and um, yeah, he's got to be in there with a shout. I mean, Quan's gone on loan to St Mirren, John. We've not really seen enough of him to, to make a call, but what are you thinking overall of what, what Celtic need to do at the moment? I see, you see that, I'm maybe getting mixed up here. I, I, to me, I was talking to the producer, to me, the player of the season so far for Celtic, although all right, Matt O'Reilly, but I think, if you, I think the scales has been phenomenal. Come in, took his chance, but I mean, I think... He's one of the guys that now that will be the first name in the team sheet. Know what I mean? But I was just like trying to say there about mm-hmm. we'd like to sign Mayovsky. Yeah, yeah. But I think Scales has been absolutely brilliant for Celtic when he's come in. But uh, so you know what I was saying to the, the producer there. I was talking to him. Obviously, Celtic and Rangers are selling clubs now, right? But I was talking. Listen on one of these Celtic blogs here. I would love the same as all, all my fellow fans now. If Celtic could keep a team like guys like O'Reilly for three or four years. To try and get into, you know, make a wee mark in Europe, even qualify, even into the Europa League. Because yep. the, the way it's going now, is we've got these guys for two or three years, like O'Reilly and Hattati will probably go, and then it's back to square one. And obviously, in Europe, we're, we're deplorable. So it'd be great if, for the fans you know, to try and get continuity and keep the team together for four or five years to see what we can do. I, I understand I mean, that. Money. Yeah, I understand that. However, the club model and that no one could possibly dispute this. The club model is illustrated by buying Matt O'Reilly from the MK Dons and then selling him for 10 times, at least 10 times the money uh, to another club out with Scotland. Um, That's what Celtic Mm. do. they, They declare themselves, they openly declare themselves, that's the way it works at Celtic. You know, you go back over the years... Uh, and that's the story. Um, and after O'Reilly, Hatati, and after Hatati, Abada, and so on and so forth. 
but I do take your point and I've raised the question before are they a bank or are they a football club the money in the bank by Scottish standards is staggering but they will not hold on to someone if Jota money comes along if 25 million well, that, comes along your way that's a good example because it doesn't take much it, it, it nearly happened and without going over all ground Celtic's points total and whatever from the Champions League last season last season was obviously nowhere near it but there, yep. was, there was a feeling well, if we could keep this same team and learn and go on but Jota who was maybe the best of the lot certainly the most sellable mm-hmm. went oh and so did the manager by the way in case we had forgotten and then that, that just Changes things John is an idealist And it all sounds great But very hard to do For yeah. Celtic Listen um, That's the that's what the fans want uh, I think that's what John's obviously saying The board need to As Hugh says That is the model That we've seen for the past um, However many years But they need to change Their, their model If they want to It's almost like You can only keep them If they're under if they underperform, yep, yeah, and then yep. you, that doesn't get you anywhere either. I mean, but, you all go all the way back to Victor Wanyama, yeah. or whoever you yep. know. Uh, uh, that's and the last wrong twenty with that. years, probably mm. we're, we're looking yeah. at that's when they've been doing this from. Well, thank you, John. Thanks very much. Have a good Friday night. Can you name the eight oldest players in the Scottish Premiership this season? David Marshall, Joe Hart, and Lewis Stevenson. Considine, yes, thirty-six years and eight months. Anymore for any more? Did Liam Craig play this season? Nope. No. I'll give you some thinking time. We'll get the yep. answers next. Number one for football in Glasgow and the West. 0141-951-1025. Clyde One Super Scoreboard. Nearly done. We've got a bit of time left for more conversation though, so please join in if you can. What the guys need to do in here is come up with the rest of the answers to this. Can you name eight? The eight oldest players in the Premiership this season David Marshall, you've got Andy Considine too Joe Hart, Lewis Stevenson and Leon Balogun No, I didn't mention Leon Balogun I mentioned Was that during the, the break? Ah, break. there we go, I scored so there, you there you go, you've got Leon Balogun now Any others? Uh, Johnny Hayes Johnny Hayes, well Johnny done Hayes. Which means you've got two to get Need any inspiration? Probably a bit early for clues when you only need two You think you're on any particular line? No. No, I'm looking through the teams here on the sheet. Nothing sticking out at me anymore. Okay, we'll see. Um, What are we going if there's still technically time, not much of it for someone to swoop in and blow us away with their argument and change their mind? But we need to come up with the four uh, shortlist for player of the year so far. We'll then open the vote all night and I'll announce the winner on the show tomorrow. It is mostly. Down to the calls we've received The tweets we received And you can kind of smooth them over And come up with a four O'Reilly and Shankland are givens Yes yep. I'll, totally I'll, agree. I'll give you Majowski Because of the, the goals Which you, you yep. read out the stats And that surprised me the, For me and Cammy, The debate is Butland or Tavernier And I'm casting my vote for Tavernier I'm the same I'm going with Tavernier There you go It's as chosen by you really And the guy I, I don't think we've gone against the the grain of the numbers that the calls and tweets we've received. So there you are. There's your four to vote on as chosen by you. Um, Jack Butland already won signing of the season on Monday. Yeah. Can he get green? Um, Matt O'Reilly, Lauren Shankland, Boyan Muowski, James Tavernier. Head to Twitter at Clyde SSB and vote until your heart is content. And I'll announce the winner on tomorrow's show, Saturday afternoon, which, once again, I'm looking forward to shining the yeah. light on the championship. 
And I have to say, I feel like Cammy Bell, because he watches so much of it, <coughs> is our championship expert. So I'm glad you're here, Cammy, because we've actually got Friday night football. It's underway, and it is massive for Dundee United up in Inverness. Yeah, huge after last week's disappointment, especially at Tannadice, to lose to, to Morton Listen, who have really turned the corner, Dougie Emery, for a while. I, I kind of feared for him. Um, I felt as if he had put together a good squad and didn't start the season particularly well, but he's absolutely turned the corner, and that was a... A massive win for them um, last weekend. George Oakley getting the hat trick and he's a big player for them. But it's, it's huge for United tonight. They need to bounce back because Rafe Rovers have been on an incredible run this season. And again, they've signed the boy Turner from um, mm-hmm. Ross County. Yep, I think so that's a really good that's signing. A good signing isn't yep, it? yep. So I think they're looking to, to bolster their squad and, and try and go for the title. But, but here's the intrigue. Wraith Rovers at home tomorrow to Queen's Park mm-hmm. Callum Davison's first game in yep. charge as Queen's Park manager The joint bottom and they brought in Callum because he has great experience uh, a man who won the League Cup and the Scottish Cup for St Johnson that takes some doing so if Wraith should get an incentive tonight if Dundee United drop anything in Inverness mm-hmm. big incentive for Ian Murray's team tomorrow but by the same token Callum Davison is looking for that new manager bounce. It's a big, it's a big weekend for Rafe Rovers because again they, they got beat last weekend. Um, thankfully, they'll be seeing that Dundee United got beat, but this yeah. is their bounce back. Can they sustain it when the pressure's on them? Because they need to get back to winning ways. Partick Thistle, massive game tomorrow. Well, you know, as Cammy rightly says, the the result of last weekend was Morton going to Dundee United and winning three two there. Now they're at home against Partick Thistle. Again, going back to tonight's game, where Dundee United to slip up in Inverness and Thistle could win tomorrow, there would only be three points between them. So Dundee United would come under even greater pressure. Can any gambling experts tell me what odds you would get on a third consecutive hat-trick for Morton? It's been quite a few games, hasn't it? What was it? Robbie Muirhead and George Oakley. Yep. Um, Someone tweeted to say that they were both perfect hat-tricks as well. Someone tweeted me earlier in the week. Um, but it might be quite something if that was to happen tomorrow but it all does make for a really good card let me just check to see if there are any goals yet to tell you about in the the big Friday night game I don't think so uh, Jamie Carragher's son yeah. making his Inverness yep. debut as well yeah. under Duncan Ferguson just a nice wee story that as well isn't it Evertonian Duncan eyeballs. Ferguson with uh, Liverpool's great Jamie is it, Carragher is it Wigan he's on loan from yep. is that right yep yeah, no goals in that one yet So I think that pretty much leads us To the end of the show Get voting for your player of the year Player of the season so far uh, Matt O'Reilly, James Tavernier Bojan Miofsky and Lawrence Shanklin Vote away And we'll announce the winner tomorrow You two have two more left on the teaser Looking for the eight oldest I've players got- In the Premiership this season David Marshall, Andy Considine Joe Hart, Johnny Hayes, Lewis Stevenson Leon Balgan I've got one for you, Trevor Carson It is he's 35 years and nine months, which means you've got one to get, yeah. and uh, it probably is the hardest. Okay. He's a very experienced campaigner, so you'll know that he, he's been about, he's not grown with this club that he's at currently, right? But he's just not in the headlines very much. Maybe he's almost forgotten that he's there. He's at Hibs. Oh, it's not the response I was looking for, <laughs> I have to say. So proper experience, down south, he's been about, and now he's come up here. 
just relatively recently. Striker. Lafondra. Adam Lafondra. He's not played since October due to a hamstring injury, so maybe that's it. Out of sight, out of mind. Yes. But Adam Lafondra is there. So thank you very much to Hugh Keevans and to Cammy Bell. I think that does... Uh, bring us up to the end of tonight's show. But the biggest thanks, as always, goes to you. We can't really do it without you, so the calls and the tweets are much appreciated. Uh, and I have to say, blowing away some of the preconceptions about the winter break. In some parts of the world, a week where there is no top-flight football whatsoever, and let's be honest, very few signings at all. You would think a football phone-in on radio would be quiet but not here because we just love the football whatever it is we'll talk about it and you'll always step up to the plate so thanks for your company this week looking forward to shining the light on the lower leagues tomorrow there will be plenty of other top flight discussion in and around it so make sure you join Hugh Keevans and his band of colleagues from 2 o'clock and in the meantime you might as well stay right there it was probably the first full week back at work for everyone so I've got just the man to put you in the mood for the weekend George is up next with the GBX